Welcome back to another Film Optics TV review, and today we are going to be talking about Season 4 of Rick and Morty. I'm your host, Christian, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? You, you had a nice weekend? Oh, yeah. Same here. It's pretty hot here the entire weekend, like, ranging between 95, almost 100. Like, I have been caked all the weekend it has not been pleasant at all turn that ac on yeah oh of course it's it's blaring right now like <laughs> i i couldn't survive it. it like i went out for a few errands yesterday and i i came back as like a sweat puddle and it was like really really bad but eh, it's whatever but um as i mentioned we are going to be reviewing uh season four of rick and morty and before we begin today's review uh, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, Podbean, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. So uh, let's just get straight into it. This is going to be a um, spoiler cast. You know, we're not going to, you know, hold back. So we're just going to, you know, talk about the season, what we liked about it, what we didn't like, and where we see season five going. So um, there was... As always, what, 10 episodes in this season. And I, I got to say, overall, it, it was very, very solid. Um, I can't say that there was, like, a episode I didn't like. There was one that I didn't really care for all that much, but it was still pretty funny. But, I'd uh, say, overall, there aren't really, like, bad episodes of Rick and Morty. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, there's ones that are better than others, but it just doesn't feel like there's ever, like, oh, that one sucked. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I, especially, I mean, I was watching Space Force <laughs> for a while, and I just gave up on that dream. I got to what uh, episode seven, and I just, I just stopped because I mean, it, it was just uttered. I can't. Well, it wasn't trash, but it just wasn't very good at all. But, I stopped it too. Oh, you're you're so lucky. Well, I was so excited, and then you know, I kind of just. I was waiting for it to get better, and it just never really did. But um, enough chitter-chatter, I guess, from Space Force, because this isn't a Space Force review. This is a Rick and Morty Season 4 review. So um, I guess let's just start with, um, which I think is both of our favorite episodes, <laughs> and that is the that, that, the that it's, it's of hard Acid. To, it's hard to top that one. <laughs> Yeah, so it, this uh, this was episode eight, uh, the Vat of Acid episode. Um, I don't think they've ever used the word episode in one of their titles before. And even like on the, um, oh my gosh, the title screen, it just said the Vat of Acid episode. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for those of you who, you know, just need a bit of a refresher, it's uh, when Rick and Morty go on a, on a mission to trade special gem, gems with alien gangsters. Uh, the gangsters try to um, <clears throat> betray Rick, and Rick and Morty 
uh, fake their deaths by falling into a, a pit of acid. And um, <laughs> he has this whole like rigmarole just like underneath this this quote unquote vat of acid that he you know, pre-planned out for an occasion such as this. And I think the reason why they used that of acid is because in so many, um, I think it was like the, like either the 70s or the 80s, they would use like, you know, vats of acid to like get rid of certain characters that that's, kinda, that's the big trope in like Terminator movies and then like Batman, obviously with the Joker. Yeah. Kind of having that as a backstory sometimes. Right, and I, I thought it was actually a pretty smart because you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, Rick, I mean, Morty thinks it's like the dumbest idea ever, and I'm like, I actually think that's pretty clever. But, I just uh, love how you had like the bones and then the smaller bones and then <laughs> a gun in case they put a ladle down in so you can shoot a hole in the ladle. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was, he really did think like pretty much everything out. But of course, Morty thinks it's a stupid idea. And he wants a, a, well, what, what, what did he want? An, a, uh, a game, a life game saver device where you can essentially save your place in real life, go ahead and do whatever you want to do, and then, you know, revert back. But, you know, Rick thinks it's the stupidest idea in the world. <laughs> but, like I think this is definitely my favorite episode from the season. Um, of course, I've, like obviously everything with the vat of acid, but uh, <laughs> definitely uh, Morty's little mo- love montage. I think was like my favorite part. That was so like in depth and like heartbreaking almost. <laughs> Did we, we apparently never- like apparently like. It wasn't even a part of the episode initially, but they needed to fill time, so the the director like <laughs> created that and put it in. It's like ended up being the best part. Yeah, the the music was actually pretty uh, soothing as well for it. But I don't think we ever caught that girl's name that he falls in love with. And then, of course, towards the end of that sequence, Jerry is the one who messes it up. So, <laughs> yeah. And then at the very end, she shows up again, but then. Just walks away. It's it's sad. Well, and you also had the one guy who thought he was in, uh, invincible, that acid, because, you know, they, they used to the trope, what, twice in the episode during the beginning and during the very end. And <laughs> everyone's like, oh, my God, they're like really, really dead. And like, you know, everyone's just hovering around, you know, they're waiting to come out. But of course, everyone's still there and you can't really obviously reveal yourself. But. Um, I guess I wanted to ask, you know, uh, besides the that of the that of acid episode, uh, any other um, episodes that kind of you know stick out to you that you kind of want to touch base on? Well, the obvious one is the is the finale because we just watched it a week ago, so that's kind of still fresh. But yeah, it was a very good finale. Star Mort re- Return of the Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> I love how much like these writers like actively dislike star wars and they like make jokes about it almost every season it feels like oh yeah because i mean at, at the end of the day i mean star wars is i mean it's great but it's there's a lot of nonsense in star wars that you know people love but logically it's probably one of the most inconsistent popular franchises out yeah. there yeah <laughs> just they made fun of the senseless killings of star wars in the um 
in the Primordius episode. Oh yeah, then, with <laughs> the Wrangler. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was the finale. <laughs> but they made fun of senseless killings in the, the Primordius episode, and then in this That's episode, right. having the small little weakness of the Death Star being Wrangler genes was just great. <laughs> Primordius episode was actually interesting. I really liked how they kind of pit the whole, you know, the, is should a civilization thrive on, you know, like science and, you know, evolution, uh, modifications versus, you know, just the traditional way of the the uh, mind controlling creatures. They would what only live for about 30 minutes and then like yeah. they, they would attach to, you know, their hosts. They're essentially a parasite. And they would die after 30 minutes and then like shit an egg and then redo the process all over again. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting because, you know, the two um, the, the two face hugger parasites that were attached to Rick and Morty, they kind of had that they had whole, that, that make out session with Rick and Morty's voice, that was which was really weird. Very uncomfortable <laughs> for a second. I was like, what is going on? Like it, it, it was just I mean. Wow. <laughs> Did not expect that whatsoever. But I love how they completely forgot Summer. Like, they were just like, holy crap. Like, what did we just do? Yeah, and then she becomes like the queen. <laughs> yeah, because she, she's like, you know, you don't have to die after 30 minutes. It's just something you choose to do. Which actually bears the question, how long can they actually actually survive for it? Until, you know, is it... Obviously, parasites have to eventually move on to a different host i would assume because you know you can only latch onto that host forever for a certain amount of time i really don't know but um yeah, yeah. so and then the other ones that stood up to me i'd say were the first two edge of Timorty, rick die repeat and the old man <laughs> in the seat oh, i really liked God. the uh <laughs> the, the wasp rick like <laughs> and then it ended up being what well, didn't end up being like a wasp nazi rick too was that in the first episode or second one? I can't remember. That's the first one. The first one. <laughs> it's like wasp, wasps are just evil no matter what. He had so many fascist like time alternate timelines. I'm like, what is going on? Like alternate universes. <coughs> I was like, this is honestly way too much. But I, I really like how, um, you know, of course, with Morty and his um, his death crystal with him and Jessica, he's, he's so infatuated with her that... He becomes like this. <laughs> well, I, I guess you could say they, they kind of they, they throw a little bit of anime into this um, into the season as well. Not only with uh, the, uh, the first episode, but I believe it was. Yeah, was it? It was either episode. No, that that was um, Primordius when they were uh, they had like those like Gundam type suits on, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, with um, Morty and the Death Crystals, I, I found that to be hilarious. He was just like, he literally just like completely destroyed his like entire like tri-state area, goes to like Supreme Court, and then it was like a four-word sentence. It was like, I will always remember our time in Peru. Obviously, that's more than four words. But uh, <laughs> but he's up against the judge, and the judge is like. Oh, those are like the last words that like my uh, husband said to me before oh, he yeah. like died, and then all is just like completely forgiven, which I thought was pretty funny as well. 
Yeah. Also, yeah. I love the second episode had a great guest appearance by our boy Taika as Gloody. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He, him and Jerry made the Love Finders app. <laughs> the love, like the Love Finder app, was like. I mean, obviously, you know, it's like Tinder or Bumble, whatever you want to call it. But it really does. It really did make you think because it's like, oh, it's it's kind of like, oh, you find someone. But then, like, if someone else better comes along, like people tend to disregard the other person they were already talking to. And that that was I mean, it, it definitely spoke volumes for sure. And I think, you know, there's a lot of hidden messages within all these episodes. But uh, what did you think of the uh, Game of Thrones episode? Um, I feel the like dragon that, bonding. That one and the um, and the heist one. I think those were the two most forgettable ones for me. Yeah, I mean, I did like the heist just because you know he's like, oh, we're gonna need a team, and then you know they're going going around, and he's like, hey man, he's like, hey man, it's been forever. He's like, oh, we're, we're doing the heist. What's the job? Yeah. <laughs> And they they were at HeistCon. I was like, what is going on here? But yeah, like it, it was a little bit too much, but I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, I would say, yeah, between the Game of Thrones episode, the Heist episode, and um, I think it was Child Rick of Mort uh, episode nine with the uh, when when uh, Rick essentially makes love to a planet. <laughs> yep. Don't yeah. know how. Don't know how either. I mean, like, it was kind of funny that he was, like, facing Zeus and then, but, like, that was kind of, like, a highlight there. But uh, the the season finale was, like, phenomenal. Yeah. And now we don't, we don't know which Beth is who. We we really don't. I, I, I really, like, do, do you think you know which Beth is which? I don't think anyone knows. <sighs> it's very hard. I think, I mean, I, I have a feeling that they want us to believe that they were switched. And then to they could both be clones. Who knows? Yeah, that is that is very true <laughs> because we never saw like you know when he took off the um, <clears throat> the labels for Beth and Clone Beth, and he was essentially playing like Russian roulette um, <laughs> with the uh, with the clone uh, with, with the pods, and it kind of just cuts back over the Rick. So Rick Rick's the only one he knows, and obviously the showrunners, if they decided to see who was who but i don't know but uh do you have any uh favorite or like i guess like what was like your like your absolute like favorite moment and least favorite moment from the series or from the season sorry favorite moment i think um i feel like in the finale i i really i really laughed when when Morty got caught in the woman's locker room with the invisibility belt. Oh, my He got sprayed by, by Summer with the uh, the fire extinguisher and he just, like, shamefully runs away. That was so funny. Literally, Morty is such, like, a dirty kid. I'm like, what is wrong with this dude? Yeah, and then in the, the Vat of Acid episode, he, like, he uses his remote to keep rewinding a certain moment he had in his bedroom over and over. He's a horny little kid. Like, I mean, he's a teenager, so yeah, he is. But it's just like I, I, I've never seen that horny of a teenager. But I mean, I guess with his, um, <coughs> um, resources, he can do a lot more. <laughs> 
But I actually liked it. Um, and the vat of uh, the vat of acid episode when he's using like his real life game saver device, and um, and so he's playing a video game, and instead of saving in the game, he just saves his place in real life and goes back. But yeah, then when he just to be, just to get a better <laughs> score on the game. But it's so funny because as soon as he found out that like he was taking essentially the lives of like other Mortys and uh you know infinite dimensions or univer- universes, he like breaks down, which I thought was like hilarious. But I would definitely say that that you know his, his love montage uh, with that girl was probably my favorite moment of the entire um, season. Yeah, um, I also I also think one of my favorite moments was the very end of the finale that that song that they put on for the, the um, rip montage. Yeah, it was, an, it was an original song. It was like really good. Oh, was it? I can't okay, remember okay. What it's called? It, it kind of reminds me of when he like attempted to like you know fry his brain like a few seasons back. I think it was at the end of is it season two going into season three? Um, yeah, but I it's, think it's I, kind of interesting what they're doing with with Rick because it feels like this season they tried kind of tried to make it seem like like because past seasons they kind of wanted you to make to like feel bad for him obviously with with him trying to kill himself like you mentioned but I feel like this season they were just like yeah he's not a good person and you should probably know that yeah and like he even says it himself at the uh you know in the season finale he's like he's like holy crap he's like I'm such a you know terrible father. And especially the Vat of Acid episode, like he was so <laughs> mad at Morty for not liking his idea. He put him through all that hell. Like that's so evil. But that was so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, I loved it though. Loved every second of it. Um just trying to, I'm trying to think of was there anything of else? Of course oh. of course Snake Jazz. That was that was a decent one. Yeah. Never Ricking Morty. <laughs> episode six. I, I wasn't I mean it, it was confusing, obviously, the first watch yeah. through, because you're like, what is going on? Yeah. And I feel like it might have taken itself a little too seriously, like a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, it, it definitely had, like, a like huge message that people need to understand, that for people, you know, op- an eye-opener. But I, I just like the concept of what they were doing and how they portrayed it, and I thought I just thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, I mean, I can't like remember any like specific moments from that episode that I can really recall right now because it has been a while since I've uh, watched that episode. I would definitely need to rewatch the entire season again because I mean, th- there's so much stuff that I probably missed. This, the season I- was stacked with guest appearances. Yeah, oh, we had, the- we had uh, <laughs> Sam Neill, had of course Taika, mm. Kathleen Turner, got some Jeffrey Wright. Elon Musk made an appearance as CEO of Tuskla. Tuskla, yeah. <laughs> Justin Thoreau. Matthew Broderick as the talking cat. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key as testicle monster number one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot Paul Giamatti that. was story lord. Really? Yeah. And then Christopher Maloney was Jesus Christ. That was, that was good. <laughs> and Susan Sarandon returning as Dr. Wong, the family therapist at the yes, end. Yes. I was going to mention the family therapist. And I love how he, how <laughs> Rick has completely like voice rigged that room to the point where he would go to any lengths not to go back to therapy. And of course, that, that therapist, 
uh, got, got a little poked the bear a little bit with the pick work episode. Oh yeah, I think Rick got a little worried that she he was getting he was getting the made best of there. Yeah, and then you know his her entire like seat like sets on fire, and she's like, I would like to talk about that <laughs> because that's like super super extreme. But yeah, it's it it's just been a great season overall, and I mean I'm 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 excited for season five. I mean I don't know what is to come but did you listen to any of the companion podcasts no and i actually i meant to and i it, it's totally slipped my mind I, i've been so busy it's been insane have you uh, yeah i listened to all of them and then on the fin- one for the finale they did mention they didn't mention when but they said that season five would be a lot sooner than this was okay the, the, the break in between okay okay well that's good how long are the uh podcast episodes they kind of vary. Uh, they're like 40 ish minutes. Yeah, that's yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, I'll definitely have to. I mean, I I wonder if they're actually on like a podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or something where I can just like listen to them. Yeah, they're on the Adult Swim podcast. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. What? So were you? So did you? You listen to them through your phone, like on through Apple Podcasts? Yeah. Okay, sweet. I'll definitely. You said to follow the Adult Swim feed. Okay, sweet. Cool, 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 cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Definitely going to add that. It's, just, it's cool It's cool to hear like what the writers are thinking when some of this crazy stuff that they put in. Yeah, like it, it's like literally like every single episode is just, it's had something where it's just, you know, it, it just makes you laugh out loud, bust out laughing and. Yeah, and it gets me, it gets me excited for some future projects we got. I mean, obviously, Mike McMahon teamed up with Justin Roiland for Solar Opposites. He he was one of the writers this season, yeah. mm. and then Jeff Jeff Loveness also wrote this season. He did a few episodes, and he's going to be writing um, Ant Man three, I believe. Yeah, that's, so that's right. Going to be exciting, and then uh, there's one other one that also is going to be writing the the Loki series. So good stuff from the talent here. Oh yeah, it is very talented, and um, I'm hoping that we we get a solar opposite in uh, Rick and Morty, uh, maybe like a special episode crossover. Like I I mentioned that in our solar opposite season one review, you guys should definitely check that out if you haven't already. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, that, that that would be a pretty cool, fun little crossover, or, or maybe that would like I could see that maybe being maybe like a season finale or something. I don't know. I think or, I, I think I saw somewhere that Mike McMahon mentioned they have like three or four seasons ready for Solar Opposites. Like, really, I'm actually like planned excited. out. Nice, that's good. We see like that. That's what I like from coming from, you know, uh, these you know these studios and the people working on this. It's it's not just oh you know we have an idea for a show we're gonna do season one. And then that's it. Like, obviously, you know, they can't, like, show us, like, a complete roadmap of what is going on, but they can give us some kind of insight saying, hey, you know, like, we've, while making season one, we've obviously, you know, we have thought about the future and, you know, depending on the success of the show, you know, this is what we can do for season two, three, et cetera, et cetera. So I I think that's really awesome. Absolutely. But um, yeah, I think we pretty much covered on everything. Was there anything you wanted to see, like in season five uh, coming forward? I pretty much already said mine for 
uh, Solar Opposites team up at some point. But anything you I, want I don't to really see? have any. I don't really have any wishes. I just trust the I trust the team. You know yeah. what they're doing. Trust the team. They keep keep giving us the goods, surprising us. <laughs> yeah, they never know where they're gonna go, but yeah. it always works out. It does. It does. I mean, Dan Harmon. He's taken the hero's journeys um template and you know pretty much made it into his own modified it and i think you know that formula works so well and you know he uses that form same formula uh throughout community as well so i thought that was um pretty interesting and yeah they just keep them coming i mean i don't know how long rick and morty can last but going on to season five that's i mean it's pretty impressive for a I mean, I, I I can't really say they're gonna have as many episodes. I mean, at seasons as like Family Guy or like The Simpsons, but yeah, that's just. Uh, I think it's just up to the writers because I think there's always gonna be demand. Yeah, it just, it's, it's I feel kinda, like this is the type of show that they're gonna cut off early because they don't want to like they don't want to get to a point where it's drawn out and it gets lame like other yeah, shows. Yeah, like I kind of would say. I would kind of say um, for, like, South Park. I mean, like, obviously South Park just takes the same, you know, whatever's going on in the world, and they make fun of it and you know, throughout a season. But I will say with South Park, as much as I do love it, um, I would have thought that the, that the um, series would have ended already. But, I mean, even The Simpsons hasn't ended. So, But um, I, I think uh, Dan Harmon and Josh Roiland really uh, – you know, they they know when a good ending point is. I mean, yeah. e- even with like community, you know, like they easily could have made like a seven season, but by by six the t- seasons in a movie, yeah, six seasons in a movie. That and you know, as many people that they lost throughout um, their time there, it kind of like you know the formula didn't really work as well with like newer. Uh, excuse me, newer characters, but yeah. So uh, do you want to get into final scores? Yeah. All right. So out of uh, 100 Ricks, what would you give season four of Rick and Morty? I'll give it 95 Mortys. Ooh, I like that. I like that. And I'm actually going to... What math, (laughs) how that works out, how do Ricks and Mortys divide by each other? I'm not sure. (laughs) Well, you'll go with 95 Ricks. I'll go with 95 Mortys. But yeah. There we go. <laughs> just like, just super solid, like all the way through. Like, all the there, way was, through. there were a couple that weren't as quite as good, but there, Still enjoyable there, wasn't a, there wasn't a bad one. Right, right. It wasn't like a, wow, oh, like, it wasn't like a, this episode is just terrible. It's like, oh yeah, like, that was good. But then you have the episodes, obviously, with Out of Acid and... The season finale, it's like holy crap! This is like, you know, it, it it's it's a really you know the, the I, I guess you could say the episodes that outshine the good episodes that it's like you know this is why I like Rick and Morty, this is why I like this show, this sense of humor, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, so ninety five out of a hundred from both me and Devin here. So that pretty much wraps it up for our season four uh, review of Rick and Morty. We'll definitely. Of course, hop back on the train when season five comes out. Uh, whenever it does, hoping sooner rather than later. 
Um, but again, thank you everyone for listening uh, to uh, this review. Again, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, the whole nine. You know, we're, we're everywhere, especially we're on YouTube as well. So go ahead and check out our content um, over there. Uh, I made a video the other day. It's kind of like a Last of Us Part Two tribute where... I guess you can say it's kind of like a music video, alternate music video. I kind of uh, edit some uh, scenes together that are not spoilers, by the way, for anyone who uh, is listening. Um, so go ahead and check that out over on our YouTube channel um, at Film Optics. Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. Um, man, I really wish I would have... <laughs> I wish I would have uh, uh, spelled, <clears throat> excuse me, spelled optics the uh, original way, um, or the traditional way, so I won't have to like just, just should have saved your spot before you did it, and then you could have went back. Yeah, it's all right. Well, <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, that pretty much does it. I think uh, there's a lot of movies coming out um, on digital streaming platforms just coming up. Um, Friday, and I believe we're going to be reviewing The Five Bloods, uh, the new Spike Lee movie. And do you want <laughs> uh, Artemis Fowl also comes out? Oh boy! <laughs> and uh, King of Staten Island, but I think that, that's, that one does intrigue me. But it, it does. Won't, it won't be free. It will not. Um, it's only to rent, so we'll probably have to figure something out for that. Um, Sadly, I, I like if, if if it was available to just buy, I just would have just bought it. But that's all right. It's all good. So yeah, that pretty much does it. I'm going to stop rambling on here. So just keep a lookout uh, for our new show that we do every uh, Thursday evening live on YouTube, and we upload it as a podcast form on Friday for everyone to listen to. Um, so we always do that every single week, and keep a lookout for our uh, review of The Five Bloods coming in next Sunday, and we will see you all in the next one. Peace. Oh,